Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. In this edition of the podcast, we'll be going straight to the heart, talking with Dr. Elizabeth Clotus, who is a board-certified cardiologist and the founder of the Preventative Cardiology Clinic, which is based in Minnesota. Dr. Clotus will be the guest of Dave Nemo, who is your host once again for this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. As you guys will hear, Dave will be talking with Dr. Clotus on some of the steps that we can take to enjoy better heart health in our daily lives. And most importantly, for the men and women in the trucking industry, Dr. Clotus shares some easy-to-follow pointers for professional drivers to utilize while you're out on the road. Now folks, later in this edition of the podcast, we'll also be talking to you about Healthy Trucking of America and how you can get connected to the information and resources provided through HTA. Right now, it's time to hand it off to Dave Demo for his feature interview with Dr. Elizabeth Clotus on this edition of the Highway Health Podcast from Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Dr. Elizabeth Clotus is with us from up around Minneapolis. She heads up the Preventative Cardiology Clinic there. Dr. Clotus is trained at Mayo Clinic, the University of Toronto, Johns Hopkins, and she has an active role in the American College of Cardiology. Dr. Clotus, welcome and good morning. In terms of the American College of Cardiology, they've just put out some recent findings, and boy, the numbers are kind of alarming, right? Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on, by the way. Really happy to be here. We are thrilled to have you. We generally have about three or four minutes to squeeze in a little conversation before we go on the air here. And this morning you laid a number on me. 80% of heart attacks should not exist, yet heart disease is our number one killer. So boy, there's something that's way out of balance. Oh, absolutely. And getting back to those American College of Cardiology statistics that you touched upon, they are really depressing. So what they did is they looked at current population health and projected population growth and demographics. By 2060, which maybe not in all our lifetimes, but certainly in our children's lifetimes, 126 million Americans will be obese. 126 million will have high cholesterol, 162 million will have high blood pressure, 55 million will be diabetic. These are unsustainable data and that all translates into the downstream heart disease statistics which are a 33% increase in rates of heart attack, stroke, need for bypass surgery, ischemic heart disease, heart failure. We're going to bankrupt our country taking care of this and it's a preventable disease. These are all preventable conditions. It's kind of ironic in a sense because with those unbelievable numbers, let's take obesity as one of them. The longer we go, the longer we can live because of the medications that we can supplement ourselves with to basically kind of overcome, at least some degree, the killing factor of the conditions that we have. 50 years ago, we wouldn't have had a chance. Don't even think about it 100 years ago. But moving into the future, Dr. Clotus, it seems like we are almost artificially extending people's lives through maintenance type medications. That sounds kind of dystopian, I guess. But it is actually and unfortunately the truth. If you think about the four main things that I just mentioned, excess weight, high blood pressure, cholesterol, elevated blood sugar levels, what is the common denominator amongst 
those four things. It's food. It's nutrition. I've been in practice for 25 years, and one of the things I've learned is that high cholesterol is not caused by deficiency of Lipitor. High cholesterol is caused by deficiency of the right foods. And you're right, this is exactly what we do in medicine. High cholesterol, here's a pill. High blood pressure, here's two pills. Without addressing why those conditions exist. If you don't address the why, you can never cure something. All you're doing is covering up the root mm -hmm. cause of a problem. Mm -hmm. So you can never cure it. So yes, we can extend life, but even with the medications we have, we can only go so far. We're pretty much stalled and in fact going backwards in terms of life expectancy. The termites are holding hands in the walls of our house and we're painting just enough whitewash on the walls to give them something to hang on to. Oh my gosh, you use an analogy I use all the time with my patients. Really? It's pretty wallpaper. You put them on, yeah. it looks like, oh my gosh, the house looks awesome, but you've not really fixed the crumbling walls underneath. You've just made them look good. You yeah. haven't changed the structure of the house. So we're bombarded with TV commercials. Oh my God. You watch these commercials and the hamburger doesn't hardly fit on the screen. <laughs> it looks wonderful. It takes two guys to pull that bucket of chicken into the kitchen. <laughs> And I got to run down there right now. So we have met the enemy and he is us, right? If you remember that old slogan. It's hard to be strong and to do everything right when we live in an environment that encourages us to do everything wrong for our health. The easiest path is not to do the things that actually build health because, like I said, our environment's broken. Before we went on, we started to talk about the blue zones. And this is something really important to bring up and for people to know about. So... The blue zones are these communities around the globe where people experience exceptional healthy longevity, where reaching 100 is the rule. Everybody turns 100. It's like a good 100. They're scattered. There's one in Japan, one in Costa Rica, one in California, a couple in the Mediterranean region. So very different, geographically dispersed, culturally very different, and yet experience these unbelievable health outcomes. They looked at the common strings that run through these communities. They came up with nine. You can look at the list and you can say, like, wait, I can narrow this down to four main principles. Number one, these people move. They're physically active. Now, they're not Kenyan marathoners or Ironman triathletes. It's not about extreme physical activity. They just move because their life demands it. They're fishermen. They're farmers. They live in little villages. You have to walk up and down a couple of hills to see your neighbor. Physical activity is just part of their day. What do we do? We sit. Our normal activity is to sit. So we have to actually make an effort to exercise. They don't. It just happens. Social interconnectedness. These people are part of a group. They have social support. They have meaningful, close relationships with other human beings. And it's not he who has the most friends wins. It's about, like I said, meaningful relationships. We are social animals. We thrive when we have the opportunity to give and receive love. Our culture, it separates us. Sit on your laptop, be alone, segregate and separate. For the next is they're happy. They found joy and purpose in their lives and they're pursuing the things that they love to do. So if they like to garden, they have a garden. If they like to learn, they read. If they like to work, they keep working. They do whatever it is that gives them reason to get up in the morning. I can't tell you the number of people I see in my practice who are profoundly unhappy, who really don't have a good reason, can't name a reason to get up in the morning. And the last is, what is it that they eat? They eat a whole food plant-based diet. They eat lots of beans and leafy greens and fruits and vegetables and whole grains and you know, nuts and seeds in their most whole and unprocessed forms. It's a very simple diet. What do we eat? 
we burgers on a giant plate. It's completely opposite. It's completely opposite. But they don't work at it. They don't have to go out of their way and go against the grain. It's just the way they live. Grandma made bean soup. My mom made bean soup. Now I make bean soup. (laughs) It's just what we do. It's what we eat. It's easy. And they live forever and well. And we live a much shortened period of time and much of it spent in illness. There is a better way. You're listening to the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. You can learn more about the information and resources available from HTA by visiting the organization's website, healthytruck.org. That's healthytruck.org. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to The Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The road trip down the highway to health on The Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear interviews featuring interesting guests who can help you to stay healthy as you move down the road. So be sure to tune in every Tuesday morning to The Dave Nemo Show, which is heard on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The Dave Nemo Show is also available through the Sirius XM app. Now, folks, let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Dr. Clotus, we say on the onset, boy, I wish I could be like them. And then listening to you, I've come to realize, wait a minute, we're just like them. They're just like us. If we would switch places and we had to walk up the hill both ways to go to school and lived off the land and stuff, that would be us. So is it human nature or is it the bucket that we're in in terms of the society, the social pressures, the culture, the technological trap that we're in today? I was at a wedding a couple of years ago, and there were about 15 or 20 young people in their 20s in a room together. Dr. Clotus, they were sitting there together. Every one of them was engaged with their phone not one word was spoken among them yeah technology is isolating us and we're allowing it to happen i can't live without my cell phone it follows me everywhere it starts to ding i look at it i mean it's almost like this pavlovian response like oh it could be important right it's addictive i want to be hopeful here i don't want to present this dystopian doom and gloom my point about talking about the blue zones is to point out what did i say that was so secret okay these people they exercise a little bit they have friends they're happy and they eat well what's the big secret there is no big secret and we can all get there my big message to people people think that they have to change everything. You have to be a yoga practicing vegan triathlete to have any sort of hope of improving your health. That's a lie. Tiny little changes add up to big things really quickly. I'm very interested in food and nutrition. This is where my passion lies. This is where I spend a lot of time with my patients trying to get them to find ways to maneuver the grocery store and eat better through simple steps. One apple a day, It seems completely lame. And if you do it for one day, yeah, you haven't done much. But if you add an apple every single day for a year, by the end of that year, you will have eaten three bushels of apples. 
that's a lot of fiber and micronutrients and antioxidants and vitamins and phytochemicals that are really interesting. If that's in exchange for the cookie you usually have in the afternoon, boom, there you go, health transformation, and you just did one thing. The other, because this is so common going the other way, is taking something bad out, like a can of soda. A can of soda seems like nothing. And yeah, one can of soda, not much. But if you drink a can of soda every single day, that's 30 cases of soda you put into your body every year. Like you'd never go to a Walmart or Costco or Target or whatever, buy 30 cases of soda, put it in your kitchen, sit there and go like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to drink this. That's crazy. That's so bad for me. And yet over the course of a year, that's what you do. Eliminate one can of soda, you eliminate 30 cases. It's these small little steps that add up to huge health improvements over time. Wow, that is revelatory. It really is when you think about it in those terms. And Dr. Claudius, we're being careful not to say something, but I'm going to say it here because I want you to tell our listeners, especially folks out on the road in trucks, about Step One Foods. It's your own company. I got to tell you, it's really impressive products. Tell us a little bit about Step One. Yeah, so Step One basically arose out of my frustration with the fact that like we talked about the food environment is broken and it's hard especially if you're trying to eat for example to lower cholesterol like what do I do but how do you do that how do you even bring it all together into something that is practical because most of us are not farming and (laughs) fishing this is a way to make it easy so these are really foods formulated specifically to support cardiovascular health and as a side benefit help lower cholesterol I see a lot of patients who have high cholesterol and many of them can't take the medications because they've developed side effects or they have other contraindications. So this is a way to help them achieve lower cholesterols with food. This is the amazing thing. We know what to eat. The data is vast and consistent. There's study upon study upon study about the benefits of walnuts and the benefits of chia and the benefits of fruit and of oats and whole grains. All we've done is taken all those ingredients that we know are good for us and combined them into ready-to-eat snacks. If you're trying to lower cholesterol, the idea is you just swap out two things you're eating a day for these foods. They're called step one foods. It's not the whole thing. It's not your food from morning to night. It's very practical. Just change out two things. We've done studies with Mayo Clinic and University of Manitoba where we showed that in 30 days, you can see significant cholesterol lowering just by making this tiny little switch. On average, we saw 9% LDL or bad cholesterol reduction, which is from a population health perspective is astonishing. If we reduce the average LDL bad cholesterol of the U.S. population by 9%, we would finally dethrone heart disease as America's number one killer. It's that big, a health benefit across populations. But super exciting for me because, again, I see people who can't tolerate statins, is there were people in the trial that had 20, 30, close to 40% LDL reduction in 30 days with food. These are medication-level cholesterol changes. And they didn't turn their life upside down. In fact, they were instructed to change nothing else other than swap out two things they were eating a day, whatever they wanted to swap out. So it's candy bar for bar, it's cereal for oatmeal, whatever makes sense, whatever is easy and most frictionless. And see what happens. And this shows you the power of food. And again, two tiny changes. Step one, 
Not step one to 100, just step one. Look what you can do. Thank you so much for your insight and openness to talk about something that we really need to do something about. Thanks for doing something about it too, Dr. Elizabeth Clotus, and hope that you'll be back with us again in the future. Oh, thank you so much. And if anybody wants more information about some things I talked about, like the blue zones, et cetera, they can go to steponefoods.com. I write a blog every single week that tries to be educational, informative, and empowering. Again, my goal is to have people not need me. I shouldn't be needed. I should be out of work. Dr. Elizabeth Clotus, thank you so much again. She beat me to it, but I'm going to tell you the website is Step One, and it's spelled out O N E, StepOneFoods.com. StepOneFoods.com. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And we would also like to invite you to visit HealthyTruck.org, the website for Healthy Trucking of America. HealthyTruck.org is filled with information and resources that can help make your travels down our nation's roads and highways a healthier one. Be sure to check back with us each Friday for the latest episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo, also has another podcast from Healthy Trucking of America. Be sure to check out the Healthy Trucking Podcast. Now, folks, you can find all the podcasts being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. You can listen to us by downloading the Podwheels app, which is available in the Apple Store or on Google Play. You can also listen to all the episodes being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through our website, podwheels.net. Now, folks, we've got one last item to pass along to everybody. You can now catch up with the Highway to Health podcast on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Just go wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. And when you find our podcast, we would ask that you take a moment and subscribe to the Highway to Health. You'll be notified whenever we release a new episode. The Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America, is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.